Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Pulse of the Region, brought to you by the Metro Hartford Alliance. The Metro Hartford Alliance is an investor-based economic development partnership focused on business development and growth, retaining jobs, attracting talent, ensuring a strong urban core, and promoting all the great things in our Hartford region. You can learn more about our mission and how to get involved at MetroHartford.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm your host, Kate Bauman, and today we're getting the pulse about the Hartford Public Library and the plans to build a new branch in North Hartford to connect the community with workforce training, career opportunities, and so much more. Prior to introducing our guests, I would like to take a moment to say thank you to our show sponsor, Oak Hill. Oak Hill believes that people with disabilities have the right and capability to be contributing, productive members of their communities. Building from that belief, they established a full-service organization to care for, educate, and advocate for disabled people, their families, and their communities. Learn more at oakhillct.org. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Hartford Public Library. Their slogan is a place like no other. And I have to be honest, from the first time I stepped into their downtown branch on Main Street, my initial thought was, oh my goodness, their slogan is an understatement. And so excited for today's conversation, which is really going to shine a light on some of the amazing contributions Hartford Public Library, or HPL, is making to our community. Joining the discussion from the city of Hartford, we are thrilled to have Mayor Luke Bronin with us. Mayor, thank you so much for being here today. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Of course. And from the Hartford Public Library is President and CEO Bridget Quinn. Bridget, extremely excited to have you here. Thanks, Kate. Happy to be here. Fantastic. And last but certainly not least is from HPL's Board of Directors is Board Member Steve Harris. Steve, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Of course. And wanted to get things started is, Bridget, would love for you kind of just to give our listeners a general overview about the library. Sure. Well, this is a little tough one because we have so much going on. Yes. Um, I could be here all day with you. Very very um, true. We need a few hours, I think. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I mean, I I think the slogan is great. We are are a place like no other, and we're a place for all. We're all about access for our entire community, and we focus on literacy and learning, um, digital literacy, workforce readiness, career readiness, English language learning. We do passports, we do Hartford ID, we have youth and after-school programs, we do outreach services. Um, we have seven locations, and we also run the Boundless Library at Rawson, which is the school media center at the Rawson School, and we have a mobile library around town. So we're really everywhere, and the goal is to make sure people are connected to each other, to resources, and to everything that's going on in this wonderful city. No, that's great. And uh, kudos to you for putting that into a very short snippet of time. And, you know, certainly, as you'd mentioned, so many different directions that we could go today, but really want to make sure that today we're kind of focusing. There's some new excitement happening in the north section of Hartford and, you know, the Barber Branch and its relocation into the new Swift factory. So I would love if you could share with us kind of an introduction to this project. 
Absolutely. So the Barbara Branch Library is currently in Unity Plaza. It's a thriving branch, but it's only about 2,000 square feet. So it's tiny. And all the work that we want to do and the community wants us to do, we just we just can't in that location. Um, you know, our programs are fully booked. We just, you know, we, we have no space to do the technology training due to the community support, the community meetings, the cultural programming, everything that um, our, we, you know, we hear from the community that they want and need. So we've been um, talking about replacing the Barber Branch for some time now. In fact, it was our number one priority in our uh, capital planning um, document that the board passed a couple of years ago. So this opportunity lets us expand from that 2,000 square foot storefront to a 15,000 square foot location wow. at the Swift Factory that will include not only, you know, full service traditional library services, but everything else um, that goes with that, teen services, youth services, in the, in the way that it needs to be delivered for that community. Um, and then we are also going to be building an adult learning center or community learning center that will focus on workforce readiness, career readiness, um, programming, um, you know, language learning, technology learning. So it'll really be a robust learning center there for the North Hartford community. That is absolutely fantastic and would love to take, you know, a step back for those who haven't had the chance to visit the Swift factory yet. And, you know, Mayor Bronin would love for you to give us, you know, kind of just an overview about this new hub in Hartford. Sure. Uh, happy to do it. You know, the, the Swift factory and Steve can, can talk <laughs> to this uh, with a, a personal knowledge that I can't, but I mean, the Swift factory was for many, many years a thriving uh, center of employment and, and jobs in that Northeast neighborhood, in the 06120. It was uh, a gold leaf factory that produced gold leaf for projects all across the country, including the gold leaf that is on top of the Connecticut state capitol. Uh, but a few decades ago, uh, a couple decades ago, it went uh, out of business, and what was an economic engine for the community became a vacant, deteriorating, blighted factory that, instead of lifting a neighborhood up, began to weigh the neighborhood down. Mm-hmm. And uh, over a period of many years, with an enormous amount of community involvement and community leadership, uh, and with leadership of community solutions and a whole bunch of different funding partners, uh, that building has now been brought to back to life as a hub for uh, creative enterprise for entrepreneurs you've got you know dozen plus businesses local businesses that are now operating out of the swift factory uh, and it has been beautifully restored so you know where you had uh, a, a building that was physically falling apart it's been uh, restored to, to be a really beautiful um, uh, renovated uh, industrial building uh, right at the at, at five corners, so right in the heart of that northeast neighborhood, and what's so powerful about this library location, in addition to all the things that Bridget talked about, is that I think it's a perfect pairing to have the library in the same place that you have entrepreneurs and innovators and folks who are growing their businesses in Northeast Hartford, uh, because first of all, it creates, I think, just a beautiful interchange of ideas, but it also, I think, I hope will inspire a a lot of young people to see what's possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, so I'm really excited about this new location and what it does uh, to help build that bigger ecosystem of innovation and entrepreneurship uh, in the neighborhood. 
No, definitely. Completely agree. And, you know, already I think the Swift Factory has just been reinvigorating that neighborhood and really expanding beyond that, which is fantastic. And, you know, Mayor Bronin, you mentioned that, Steve, you have kind of some personal history kind of with this area and, you know, certainly want to dive into that. If you don't mind, would love for you to share a little bit about just your background here in the city of Hartford. Certainly. Uh, well, first of all, Bridget and the mayor have touched on on, on things that, that I think people need to hear now. Um, uh, I've lived in North Hartford all my life, uh, and I'm 73 years old. I got my first library card at the Barber Branch Library when it was on another location in Barber Street. I've seen the best of times and the worst of times. But I can say this, that the library, the Barber Branch Library, is an integral part of the Northeast neighborhood. I've, I've, I've admired the library before I got on the board. The library has been an anchor. I've seen personally what it has done for my neighbors, what it has done as I like to refer to us as the 06120. I love it. (laughs) And one of the things that people need to know about our zip code is that the 06120 is, I believe, the poorest zip code in the state, or one of the poorest zip codes in the state. But we don't let that get us down. Mm -hmm. We're a neighborhood just like anybody else. And one of the reasons that our neighborhood has kind of withstood some of our more trying times is because we have assets in it like the Hartford Library. And I, I just want to give a shout-out to the staff, of the, well, to all the libraries, but to, to the Barber Branch, I, I want to say a special thank you. I want to say a special thank you because we've got the smallest, smallest library. But big things came out of that, that small library. And, and, and again, I, I just, this, this, this SWIFT project has brought new life and vitality to a neighborhood that, again, I've, I've lived in all my life. I've seen the worst of times and the best of times. And the one thing that has been consistent in our neighborhood has been our churches and our library. And, and again, you know, I'm, I'm here. You know, folks may say, well, you're on the board, so you're supposed to say no. Right. Folks that don't, you know, have to be the truth to power. I don't, I don't sugarcoat anything. And, and again, I just want to say that, that the, the marriage of, of the, the, the Swift factory with the Harvard Public Library is, is a godsend for us in the 06120. Oh, that's Steve. Thank you so much, kind of for for that background. And you know, really, it's you know where it's you have kind of started and just make sure I'm saying this right, but started a task force with the HPL board of directors to really look at hey, where does the new barber branch go? And would love if you could kind of talk a little bit about which you've kind of touched on here, but on you know why this neighborhood is so important and why the library is so important. But what inspired the Swift Factory decision. Could you give us some background there? Well, we looked at we looked at three sites, and you know, at the end of our, our search, and, and we, we we I think we did a great job in in, in in evaluating the site. It became apparent that that Swift number one because Swift basically is a brand new location mm-hmm. that's online now. That's online now, and it's only a few blocks away from the old location. So right. folks that, that, that frequented the library didn't have to go 
fire. They had to go. They would have to go a few more blocks to go to a brand new building with a lot more room. And one of the things that we took in consideration, aside from the fact that it was ready, was the mere fact that just the amount of space would allow us to do so many more things that are needed in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And for me, and, and 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 the other folks that were on that search, I said, "Listen, we've got a ready site." A brand new site still in our neighborhood. And and we need to we need to we need to embrace this. We need to be part of this renaissance at the Swift. Because it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna serve us both well. I can speak and say that from the library side, it's a godsend. From from my neighborhood side, it's 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 a it's the beginning of our renaissance. It's, uh, that Steve, that is, actually, I just got chills. That is absolutely fantastic. And, you know, looking at where it is so much more than what you think of a, a traditional library. And Bridget would love for you to jump in here where, you know, in kind of prepping for this show is really, this is almost could even serve as a, a national prototype is really using libraries to connect with the business community and workforce training. And would love if you could tell us about this vision, you know, for this location. Absolutely. Thanks. Um, you know, I touched about it on a, a little bit of my intro, but I think one of the the things that makes Harper Public Library unique is our um, our focus on these kinds of services that provide people with not only connection to information, but to services and opportunities that help them move forward, you know, help them achieve their goals, help them get where they want to be. And for many of our residents, it's either they want a different job, they want retraining, they want a job, they're a young person looking to find information about careers and inspiration about what their future holds. So we have a model that um, we've already seen success with where we do certificate training. We get people in jobs and then they're able to move through the, you know, um, a career path. And we're not, you know, saying we're the be-all, end-all. We want to make sure we're not duplicating services, and I think that's pretty critical as well. Mm-hmm. So we partner with um, institutions like the Harper Public Schools. We partner with private sector, um, you know, partners to, to develop these kinds of programs collaboratively. So we're in a pipeline, you know. So we're providing information to people that are um, interested, and then we're providing at least, you know, the entry-level kinds of things, because there's so many barriers um, for folks, you know, whether or not it's just not knowing what the path is, or it could be financial, it could be transportation, it could be childcare, it could be they don't have internet at home. So the library already has so many of those resources and access um, to be able to connect people. So we really see ourselves as a facilitator as well as a trainer. And this Swift Factory model will be the epitome of that. I mean, we've got some of it already happening downtown and in other branches, but we'll be able to really build this model from scratch. And we're talking to people like Stanley Black and Decker and Harriet Healthcare and, you know, financial institutions to make sure that we've got the resources there that truly connect people in our Northeast community and the whole entire, actually, city (laughs) to fabulous resources and training opportunities. But it's not just the workforce stuff. There's also going to be a very significant cultural component. You know, we're big on the arts. It's, um, you know, life is a life is a big quilt, right? We want to mm-hmm. make sure that the community feels like they've got access to arts, 
um, to music, to literature, to education, to children's programs, and that we are connecting with everybody else that's in the Swift Factory already. And I think, as the mayor pointed out, that's a huge bonus for us being in that location. Definitely. And Bridget, what do you feel the, the timeline for the new, the new branch will be? Well, as Steve pointed out, because the framework of the building is already built, really what we have to do is, is um, kind of fit out the inside spaces. So it'll be open much more quickly than if we were building new or renovating from scratch. So I'm guardedly optimistic that we could see this happening um, toward the end of 2022, more realistically, the beginning of 2023, but I like to be an optimist, so I'm going <laughs> to hold on to 2022. There you go. We'll help, we'll help back that, right? And we just recorded you saying it, so it'll have to happen. Okay, good. <laughs> No, great. And certainly the impact, you know, kind of goes even, you know, beyond some of the things that you're saying kind of for the community, Bridget. And, you know, Mayor would love to get your perspective on how do you feel kind of the long term economic impact, you know, will be for this neighborhood and also for the city as a whole? Well, I I think that this is this is a part of a broader uh, effort to to reinvest in neighborhoods and to try to tackle, in particular, to try to tackle those, uh, you know, first just talk about the physical side of it, the, those mm-hmm. physical structures that are deteriorating. And, you know, that kind of blight can really be a cancer on a neighborhood. So you know, that alone is a significant thing to, to take a building like this and bring it back to life. But I think the bigger thing is, is what Steve and Bridget were talking about. It's the opportunity for kids growing up in this neighborhood to go to a place that is that is uh, welcoming, that is beautiful, that is a, a noble, inspiring space where they can learn. And as we've talked about, you know, learning at a library now is still taking books off the shelf, but it's not just taking books off the shelf. It's getting right. access to technology. It's getting access to programs like the U Media Studio, which has uh, given so many young people in Hartford uh, you know, a chance to, to explore uh, digital creativity that they otherwise wouldn't be able to do. Um, and so I hope that that opens up economic opportunities and economic pathways and hope that sparks ideas that lead to the creation of new businesses in the neighborhood, maybe just down the hall, from the library in the Swift Factory, so I, I think that's uh, I think it's a really important and really powerful part of uh, of economic development. Because at the end of the day, the heart of economic development is helping people see a path to uh, to creating what they imagine, to, to creating jobs, to building a business. Definitely. No. And, and what, you know, you touched on it a little bit, Mayor, but what will the Swift Factory and then also the library being there be for on the job creation side for the city? Well, look, what we want the Swift Factory to be is a place where uh, folks can start their businesses and then ideally outgrow that space and, mm-hmm. and you know, and stay rooted in the city, stay rooted in the community, but then help uh, make room for the next entrepreneurs to build their businesses in the Swift Factory and, and grow from there. I mean, ideally, it becomes that that incubator, that place where people launch, grow, and then move out and, and move up, but don't move on from Hartford. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. Just pick pick a new a new little section in Hartford, which is absolutely fantastic, and you know a great way really just to connect all of our neighborhoods throughout the city. And you know, would love to you know kind of touch on kind of next is you know Bridget and Steve will kind of transition back to you. Is you know we focused a lot on this new branch, but also a lot of activities still happening this summer, going into the fall time with Hartford Public Libraries. So I don't know, Bridget, if you want to kind of just kick things off on just giving us an, an overview on what are some of the happening now and what are some things that listeners could take advantage of in the coming months? Well, right now we're right in the middle of our summer learning program and we've got things for people of all ages to do. I mean, we often think of that for students because we want to make sure that they're not um, too badly, you know, impacted by the summer slide. We want to keep them reading and keep them learning. So that program is, is great and happening in all of our locations. But we also have an adult summer learning program um, so grownups can get up into the into the swing of things as well. Um, the other big news on our, you know, on, on our front is we are reopening the Park Street Library. Um, the Park Street Library had been the smallest location. Um, <laughs> so we built this amazing brand new library right on the corner of Park and Broad Street. Um, it is beautiful. It's state-of-the-art and, again, will be a cultural learning hub, technology hub for the community. And that has been in the works literally, I think, Steve and the mayor, you can, I think it's almost 30 years. (laughs) Wow. Um, (laughs) So a little overdue, I guess. (laughs) A little bit. And it's gorgeous. And we're thrilled to open it. We're just waiting for confirmation of when the final pieces of furniture and equipment are going to be in there. And that will be open sometime in August or or early September. So we're just so excited about that one. No, that's Um, great. And then on the, yeah, and then then just thinking long-term for the future of the library, we're embarking on an update of our strategic plan. So we're inviting the community to participate and give us their thoughts. We have a, a survey that will be coming out. We have two public forums, one virtual and one um, in person next Wednesday on July 21st. So we'd love for any listeners um, who work, live, love Hartford to help us envision what the, the next five years will be for Hartford Public Library. Fantastic. And Steve, anything you'd like to add into that? No, I just again like to 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 to, to say to the listeners to come by, mm-hmm. see what we're doing. You might be surprised um, because you know I can't say enough what what the Barber Branch and the Harper Public Library means to the year one six two zero. When I see those children in, in 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 our branch, when I see the adults in our branch, and we're, we're kind of crammed in there right now. But again, a shout out to the staff in there who do a fabulous job there. I just want to say that the, 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 the library is, and we hear this a lot about being trusted partners. Mm-hmm. The library is a trusted partner in my neighborhood, in this city, a trusted partner, not just a partner, a trusted partner. And it's because of the things that, that, that we do. Right. Cause I mean, to this conversation, it goes and again, you know, Bridget, we touched on this in the beginning. We could probably talk for several, several hours about everything that you're doing and definitely encourage, you know, I love you say that Steve is, you know, come by and just check it out because there's so many fantastic things happening there. And that's really contributing to the energy around the city. And, you know, mayor would love to close, close the show out a little bit too, is not only all the great things happening, you know, throughout all of the library locations, but also the city. I think I was heard you speak 
speak, probably trying to think timeline, but a month or so ago where you said our goal is to have something happening in Hartford every single day this summer. And I have to be honest, tonight it is I'm going one place. I think someone else is going to a Yard Goats game. I'm going to see live music on Pratt Street. And another colleague is, is going somewhere else to an activity. So talk about more than one thing happening every day. And can you kind of share just what's happening now in the city and what can people expect for the remainder of the summer into the fall? Sure. Well, just to add one thing to your list, you can go down to the Riverfront uh, Food Truck Festival for lunch uh, or dinner before you do those. Oh, that actually is true. All right. I know what I'm doing actually right after we record. Thank you for the reminder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, we that vision of having something going on every day, we're we're pretty close to it. And there's an awful lot going on this weekend. We've got the return of the Greater Hartford Festival of Jazz, Jazz Fest, which is one of the best weekends in the city every year. Uh, you know, often brings forty to 50,000 uh, people together for that uh, you know, f- for that festival in Bushnell Park, and uh, Friday nights can be let off by uh, the Temptations, so it should be a, a fun uh, chance to bring the community back together in person after this difficult year. But there's a ton going on when it comes to arts, culture, sports, activity, and bringing the city back to life after this pandemic. Uh, but but I do want to just cl- come back to the the libraries uh, to close because Certainly. everything Steve said I agree with a hundred percent and everything that the library does has always been important but it really has never been more important than right now because mm-hmm. one of the most devastating effects of this pandemic is the the impact that it had on young people on uh, young people's education on the on, on engagement uh, and we're going to be doing a lot of work as a community not just this summer not just next year but for years to help our young people uh, reconnect and recover and heal from this year and the library is a critical part of that so having you know the Park Street Library branch open back up for that neighborhood and be an oasis, a place where kids can go and connect and learn and heal, that's a really powerful thing. And it's equally powerful in the Swift Factory in the Northeast neighborhood. And the last one that we haven't talked about is we've also uh, committed funds not just to get the Barber Street branch done, but also to add an annex to the Albany Avenue library branch, which gets a ton of use and is an important hub for young people in that neighborhood. So we really see the library system as critical to our recovery, our long-term recovery from this pandemic. And it it fits in alongside all that other work we're trying to do to just revitalize, uh, reactivate the city uh, in the wake of you know this unprecedented year. Definitely. And it's great to, you know, walk around the streets this morning. You can feel that increased energy, that increased positivity. So, and, you know, thanks to each of you, because each of you are doing so much to help build our community back. And, you know, Bridget, if you could let listeners know, where can they go to learn more about all Hartford Public Library's activities and how can they can get more involved? So the best place to start our website, www.hplct.org, but follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. We post a lot up there to, you know, help people get engaged. Um, and just as, as Steve said, come on by, come see us. We're, all of our locations are now open. 
I love it. Well, Mayor, Bridget, Steve, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a great conversation. And whether you know it or not, but we are uh, going to have you back this fall so that we can talk more about the Park Street location and then some other things happening this this fall. So I roped you in. And now, again, since we're recording, you have to come. So <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Look forward to it. Fantastic. Thank, Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you, Mayor. And, you know, before we close out the show today, I would like to welcome a new member to the MHA. We are welcoming Accounting Resources, Inc. Since 1988, ARI has provided outsourced accounting and human resources services to thousands of businesses and nonprofit organizations in nearly all industries, often for less than the cost of staffing these functions in-house. To learn more, visit accountingresourcesinc.com. Thank you again, Mayor Bridget, Steve, for being on the show today. And thanks to you for listening. For more information about the show, please visit MetroHartford.com. We'd like to give a special thank you to our show sponsor, Oak Hill. I'm Kate Bauman. Go out and enjoy a good day in Connecticut. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.